This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, listen. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listeners, friendly reminder that we now have a Patreon. If you like what you hear, you can support the pod. Each week we release video casts of the episodes, mini bonus episodes, reviews of clips submitted by subscribers, behind-the-scenes content, merch discounts, thirst traps, and more. Support our work for as low as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash girlsonporn. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a buzzy little segment for you today. 69 seconds of sex news. We've pulled headlines from the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. A 38-year-old manatee named Hugh died after having high-intensity sex with his brother. The two manatees lived at the Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium in Florida and had been seen engaging in, quote, high-intensity interactions and occasional penetration throughout the day. It was reported that one of the fatal injuries was a 14-centimeter rip in Hugh's colon. This is why we warn you about the dangers of water sex. In other disturbing animal sex news, researchers found that male spider mites undress the females before copulating. But wait for what that means. A video captured a male removing the female's exoskeleton in order to gain access to her genitals for insemination. Generally, the females naturally molt their exoskeleton before mating, but sometimes those spider mites get impatient. Why is that hot to me? Oppenheimer's sex scenes are being censored overseas. Across select markets in Asia, a scene where Florence Pugh is sitting nude in a chair has been CGI'd to feature her covered in a black dress instead. Other moments of nudity have been cut down or blurred. There is also upset over two characters reading from Bhagavad, a sacred Hindu text, during coitus and have similarly called for its removal from the film. Mixed feelings about that part of it, but let me just say that I'm truly sorry for anyone that missed out on Florence's bodacious nipples. It may be August now, but winter will come eventually, and so will Janu-Harry. Janu-Harry is a trend that touts itself as a time to celebrate women with body hair and for women to grow their body hair out for the month. Let's get lazy about those legs, pits, and pubes for a minute and get to today's topic, which is... Body Body hair. Body hair. Body hair. Very highly requested. You know, people have been asking us to talk about this for a while. They have. Yeah. And it's funny that we haven't really circled, or we haven't circled back. No, we haven't even covered it, really. Have we? I just genuinely was like, did we do an episode that was about body hair? We didn't? We didn't. We haven't done it yet. We're sure we didn't? Okay. I feel confident that we have. Definitely seen some Harry Bush, but I, I can't recall. Yeah, I think we've just been... Dying for the right time. Yeah. And the right sponsor after this break. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> um, how do you feel about body hair? So, how do you personally feel? I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I have internalized conventional beauty standards enough that I I'm a, I like to be a little bald baby bird for my man. You know, same bitch. I shave. I laser. Mm-hmm. Also, like. We're both Italian, yeah. so we've had the body we're dealing with trauma. is like, yeah, no joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both like. I had a mustache and a unibrow growing up. People made fun of my oh, happy I trail. Forgot that happy trails. Oh my god. Yes, forgot about that. People would call me happy trail when I was in middle school. So I didn't know this. Oh yeah, yeah. I was made fun of a lot. I was made fun of for any every single facet of my body. Now I <laughs> was I personally responsible for turning you on to lasering. Yeah. Did I recall that correctly? Yes. yes. Did you laser your because I don't know you to have a happy trail. Did no. you used to shave it or wax it or something? I've never touched it. And I don't think that I do, but I guess people okay. did when yeah, I was that's younger. Because I don't think you do either. That's yeah. wild. I definitely remember anxiety about a happy trail, but mm-hmm. not really like having one. But it's that era where like yeah. if you have like blonde, wispy hairs, you're like, yeah. <gasps> they can see them and it's super whatever. Mm-hmm. But I certainly have, like, pubic hair that don't quit that, like, will come in with a vengeance if I wax or shave it, Mm -hmm. Italian vendetta style. So lasering was helpful for, like, even just my bikini line. But, you know, I get those chin hairs, too. I zap a little upper lip moment occasionally. I do um, dermaplaning. Because I like, oh, I don't like my peach fuzz on my face. Yeah, gives you that smooth. Yeah, but I did. I did get my vulva lasered, and it now is in like a very interesting shape. Okay, I started with doing the whole thing. Yeah, and that was a mistake because I should have. Because I what I wanted was to just like leave like a really nice like triangle. And yeah, my hair is like just like the best hair for laser. So like it took to it really well. Yeah. So now the triangle that's left is a little patchy. Okay. But how long ago did you laser the last time and how many treatments have you done? I did five treatments. Oh, okay. And the last time I did it was... Were they all complete removal or were they shaped different? No, different? no. The first, the first two were complete and then the last three were like at the sides and like, you know. Yeah. And I'm really pleased with like what it's looking like now. Like, I mean, I feel like my... Because I love a high cut bikini, babe, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's definitely like pared down. It's way more manageable, but... Listen, the patchiness will pass. Okay. Take it from me. Yes. I don't think I've told this story on the podcast, but I know I've told you yes, this story. I know the story very well. So when I started lasering my bikini line, it's great. You can do your asshole. You can do your bikini line. You can do full Brazilian. Yeah. Now it's just an advertisement for lasering, but I <laughs> yeah. do really love it because it ends up being like each treatment's basically, if you go to the right place, like not mm-hmm. that much more expensive than a wax, but it lasts, it's much, it's basically permanent, Yeah. but hairs do continue to come in per this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would do like bikini line, did that a few times, but then a couple times it's like, I'm just going to do the whole thing because what happens is the hair comes in lighter and softer. And I was like, yes. let's chill the Brillo pad out a little, you know, like mm-hmm. let's, uh-huh. let's just soften the whole region. Yeah. And I think. I did that once and it all came back and it didn't have like a super impact, but it like had the desired effect where it kind of softened things a little. And then a year, like months later, I was like, I'm going to do a full Brazilian again. I'm not sleeping with anyone. I can, you know, it's not weird if I have like sort of patchy hair for a minute. Did the full Brazilian. And similar to you, like ideal hair, like lighter skin, dark hairs. Yeah. Helps zap them faster. Perfect. Yeah. 
And they tell you, like, come back in four to six weeks. You know, there's a certain time that Mm -hmm. I'm never ready to come back by that point. Yeah. But two months had gone by, which is long (laughs) enough. And the only hair that had come back was a soul patch (laughs) on my labia. So we're talking about scraggly little hairs just right here. Just green you. Guy soul patch. (laughs) Or just like... A fucking teenage boy who's, like, holding on to his, like, four chin hairs. Like, it was so weird and patchy. And I was like, is this who I am forever? Is this who I fucking am forever? And I was like, am I going to have to zap the rest of them (laughs) and just be bald forever? Which I don't like. I'm not an advocate for a bald pussy. Same. Same. It feels too young. Mm -hmm. I don't love it all the way gone. I like a trimmed, groomed situation. And that's, but the great ending of the story is that I just waited a little bit longer. (laughs) Thank God. And the hair came back. And I now don't have like a, like, it's all fully back, essentially. It's like maybe a little softer than it was Mm -hmm. and thinner, like just a little less intense. Right. But full bush. Like I now just trim, except for my bikini line, which I was pretty aggressive about reducing. But. And my butthole, which yes. is bare, is barren. <laughs> my barren <Shiny>. butthole. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, about big, that. Be- I'm a big believer in trimming. Like, I love some hair. Yeah. But I want it to be kept. You know what I Groomed. mean? And I like hair on a partner. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I love, like, chest hair, body hair is hot, you know? What are you laughing about? Yeah. I have another story about unfortunate body hair. Oh, no. <laughs> I I have a partner who trims probably more than I do. Like, yeah. he uses a body trimmer and, like, pretty thinned out crotch yeah. region. Right. Very clean shaft and balls. And then we're talking, like, mm-hmm. pretty thinned out bull bush. Like, yeah. sometimes a shape or just, like, what have you. And he did some trimming the other night and kind of got a little carried away. Oh, no. Because it was like, oh, well, this side I kind of thin out. And this side I kind of thin out. And you got to match it. Yeah. And it ended up with just, like, a really tight rectangle essentially like above his dick and was like yeah i, I kind of was kind of like explaining what happened and i was like it is giving hitler's mustache yeah. <laughs> and he was like i've been there i've been there fair enough and yeah. they like got up and just was like fuck it and, like shaved the rest of it yeah. just like let it grow in you know oh god we had a good laugh though yeah you know i because i need i need some sort of trimming because I, I talked about this on one of the pre-come bonus episodes but I recently had sex with someone who's very hairy, mm. and I love to suck dick. You know, put it on my gravestone. Yeah, I love, know you do, girl. Love to suck dick. <laughs> and there's nothing worse when you're like trying to do the job that you were born to do, do your thing, and <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> oh god, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and you kind of try to like, like you'll kind of try to push like, through it until you can like uh, definitely yeah. locate the hair, and then you want to like, just like oh, in one fell exactly swoop just get it, it out. Yes. Uh, there it is. Uh, you just want to be like, yep, I know exactly. That'll happen with my head hair more mm, often than anything. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn it, you know, like there's yes. a stray hair that's mm-hmm. like caught in the fucking spit or something, like oh. wrapping around the dick, yes. trying to like choke it off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need any help here. I don't Thank know. You. Swallow it. Swallow it. Yeah. Um, oh no, I can't swallow like my no, own hair. Like that's a long ass hair. To yeah, swallow. it is. But yeah, just like a pubic hair can mm-hmm. be a tough. And but a then tough also. Thing. This person had such long pubes that a few days after I had sex with him, one of his pubes came out of my vagina. 
You like told it was me about this. Insane. Like it had just been camping out in there yeah. for like too long, and you were like, "And it suddenly where have you been hiding?" Out. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I certainly know it's not my hair because my hair is trimmed to the gods and lasered." Yeah, and this thing was like you know two inches long, so I was just like, "Okay, yeah, see, this is why we trim," you know, because yeah. like it must have gotten caught on something on the edge of the condom. I don't know, whatever, and it got pushed inside me. Yeah, and I just had to wait for gravity to do its thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. So yeah, so I. I am full camp, trim, tidy, keep it going, you know. Just some scaping, you know, some multi-gender scaping, you know. I'm for it. Like, if we choose our hairstyles, why not choose our Mm -hmm. body grooming styles? That said, I would love to cover the history and the problematic (laughs) way that we got to nudifying our bodies so much to certainly acknowledge that even if, like, I have internalized that those conventions. Mm -hmm. So... We could go deeper into history and see that people were grooming their body hair as far back as, like, ancient Egypt, ancient right. Greece. For, like, health purposes. Yes, to, lice like, ward fleas. off lice yeah. and, like, lice and fleas and, like, you know, that naturally yeah. gives to the culture in a certain way. Like, most ancient Greek sculptors, you'll notice, like, the goddesses mm-hmm. are hairless. You know, these are perfectly hairless <laughs> vulvas and their sculptures, you know? Yes. Although maybe that's like a lazy artistic choice, like not wanting to do the pubic hair. They're like, I don't that's know, that's probably difficult. not a fair argument. That's difficult. Like, oh, I'm tired. I'd rather just do a little baby's fucking <laughs> vulva. Yeah. But then there was also a phase where, so going back to 1890 is kind mm-hmm. of some of the earliest, like more modern era Body grooming, right. like manscaping, emerged around then, like specifically around competitive bodybuilders where they wanted yes. to shave their bodies to accentuate their chiseled physiques. Makes sense, you know, to show off yeah. the muscles. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we see different trends of different kinds of body hair in like the homosexual community in the 20th century, you know, like the 70s, 80s village people, you know, the Al Pacino and cruising. Yeah. And then there's this era where like, Will and Grace coincided with the metrosexual movement. So I'm giving these like really basic eras of body hair, but there's a really important chunk that was like social Darwinism, essentially. Like Mm. Darwin's 1871 book, Descent of Man, is kind of the origin of body hair, especially on women, being depicted as like different and therefore somehow tied to his like evolutionary theory, but specifically the racist elements of it, right? Yeah. So social Darwinism was this era of scientists essentially trying to reverse engineer, like, prove the theory that there was a hierarchy of race. Right. Like, comparative racial anatomy and saying, like, okay, so this darker, thicker hair we associate with something more primitive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the argument being made. So it was around then that, like, when Darwin's theories became popular that it actually pushed body hair management like it influenced people women especially starting to groom their body hair in order to appear to be like a certain kind of member of society when before that that wasn't the case yeah you know yeah i mean and to to just touch back on what you were talking about like manscaping that specifically was something that like was brought into popular culture by gay men yes yes you know yeah i kind of jumped around a little bit there but like like bodybuilders were doing it and gay men saw those publications they saw those like pictures and magazines or whatever of these guys and they're like this is like the ideal male form yes they were the ones to kind of start like you know instead of being these hairy chested muscle men like beefy hairy guys yeah 
Yeah. They were like, okay, we're going to trim the shit down, look clean and sexy. Grease up. And yeah, like yeah. there was sort of like iconic imagery, like mm-hmm. big muscular men. Um, Tom of Finland, for yeah, example. Exactly. Like uh-huh. that, those kinds of like hyper-masculine. Yeah. But like culture. shaved and greased up imagery. Like, yeah, became. But, and then also, I mean, you know, it's worth noting that Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, they brought the term manscaping into the zeitgeist. Yes, exactly. So it's, exactly. It's, we have, you know, I mean, this is just another example of like, you know, queer culture, like being on the forefront and like bringing something into. Yeah, being a major influence yeah, in the mainstream culture once mainstream yeah. culture catches up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Will and Grace and Queer Eye, like the first first round mm-hmm. were certainly huge. And then like metrosexuality became mm-hmm. something, you know, like straight men were like, oh, I'm going to groom a little bit. I'm going to use nice skincare so I have... Yeah cute skit, you know, like took on some of that stuff to be more appealing to women. And that became a little bit more of the norm. It's only fair, you know, if they're expecting. And like, and if you look at all of these stats of surveys of like, if you were just thinking about like men and women, like what they prefer in terms of body hair, like men always got a shit ton of opinions about the way that like we should look as women. Yes. You know, and like women are just sort of like, I don't care, you know, like whatever. Yeah. It's like this unfair expectation to live up to and yeah, it isn't really back on them. So... It's about damn time. Yeah. If you want us to be, like, hairless because you think it looks nicer, you try getting your fucking balls waxed. Yeah. And it's on the rise. There's a stat from this Playboy article, The Cultural History of Manscaping. This stat is kind of staggering, so I almost want to throw it out with a grain of salt. But Mm -hmm. in 2008, only 6% of men trimmed their nether regions, whereas a 2017 study published by the American Journal of Men's Health, reported that upwards of 73% of men aged 25 to 34 mm-hmm. would groom, especially before sex. I feel like those numbers were higher in 2008 or the comparison of these stats isn't exactly appropriate because mm-hmm. this second stat is focused on a specific age group. Yeah. And I'm wondering if the first stat is a larger demographic because 6% feels really low. But if you include yeah. prior generations, I'm like, okay, yeah, then it tracks. Whereas like, Certainly a lot of the dudes I was fucking in 2008 were trimming at least a little bit, you know? Sure, sure. But you are seeing, definitely seeing more of it. Yeah. I will say that now it feels like Gen Z culture is more, obviously more accepting in so many different ways that Mm. you see more people with like fully natural bushes, armpit hair. Yeah. Not shaving their legs in a way that like just like wouldn't be (laughs) acceptable like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I think basically it was like on the rise for a long time and the pendulum's kind of swinging back. And Like like, remember when everyone freaked out when Julia Roberts had armpit hair that one time when she was like doing press? Yeah. I'll never forget that. And I remember thinking like I actually kind of love, like I actually, I mean I love like uh, contrast in any way, shape or form. Like Mm. I guess like highbrow, lowbrow, but that's not really that. It's more just like the idea of like a beautiful woman in a gorgeous dress with like armpit hair is like sexy to me yeah like I love that contrast just like visually it's like really interesting yeah that's a good point yeah the sort of like the juxtaposition of like a hairy armpit but with like other more conventionally femme Mm -hmm. things like can be really lovely like that that mix is really can be striking and create like an interesting tension Mm -hmm. I have to agree should we do the showdown let's do the showdown (laughs) First one from me, get a good look at my fat, hairy pussy. Get a good look. Get a good look at it. Take it all in. Yeah. Okay. First one from me. Mm-hmm. This is going to speak to a lot of the theme of what we're doing in these videos, but also probably where a lot of what you see 
on the porn sites mm-hmm. in the hairy category. Hairy lesbians lick pussy and pits. Mm-hmm. If you're searching for body hair, that's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even talked about that. But yeah, there's a big correlation between like the lesbian queer community mm-hmm. and being hairy because it is re- uh, like an active and deliberate rejection of those yes. beauty conventions. Beauty standards, so I yeah. can't believe we didn't say that in some form. But that's in there I too, know. y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about it more when we get into the vids. We will. I am a girl with a sexy hairy pussy and I am home alone. And those are just the facts, babe. And that's just simply the the story of the day. Okay. (laughs) On the beach, stepmom allows me to masturbate, looking at her big hairy pussy while she rests. (laughs) Minimal effort from stepmom. Love that for her. She's like, ugh, sure. (laughs) Good morning, Bush. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Bush. Here's my hairy bush. (laughs) Okay, I got a couple more good ones. Okay. It's, it's a good list. Okay. Do you know your way around a hairy pussy? Are you scared to lick tongue hairiest pussy eat furry cunt? Whoa. It got scarier as it was. It did. It got like caps where it says, are you yeah. scared? Yeah. To lick tongue hairiest pussy eat furry cunt. Do you think that you could stand up to the challenge? Yeah. The English also falls apart a little yeah, as it does, goes, but bit. it's because we're getting excited, you know? My English also falls apart when I get excited. Same. <laughs> Horny lesbian dives into hairy pussy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it is a dive. You have to dive because there's a lot there. There's a lot to get through. The dive yeah. is going to, you know, help you penetrate right. the brambles. You're sifting through the... Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hairy pianist fuck herself. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love the idea that it, that we know her job title. <laughs> yeah, and that she's at a piano, you know, yeah. maybe that yeah, like it gives us a sense of place. <laughs> she's a musician, you know, like we're interrupting her practice to do this, and mm-hmm. and why not, you know? And aren't we lucky? She deserves a break. <laughs> <laughs> the Marquis with carnivorous clit and hairy pussy. Oh wow! What a carnivorous clit is, I could not tell you. Yeah, but. Pretty fascinated. Yeah. I my, think maybe like hungry pussy is what we're going for, but right. carnivorous clit. You know, I love alliteration, even if I it know. doesn't make sense. Make sense to me. <laughs> it's a meat eater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No plant, no plant-based diet Mm-mm. for this clit. Mm-mm. Full iron only. <laughs> Let's take a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So, first video we're going to talk about. Long hair lovers. This is from Naughty Natural, which if you're into body hair, this is your this, this is, is gonna the place be, to be this is where you should be watching it uh we found it on pink label yeah it stars kisa Fay and jane vervain and it starts with like two girlies like sitting on the couch jane is gonna do kisa's hair give her a new hairstyle mm-hmm. she's brushing it and um i was like wow i do want to brush my hair right now <laughs> yeah the hair brushing was very essential yeah. it was a nice way to start yeah. for sure like i was yeah. like oh yeah there's nothing better than scalp stimulation mm-hmm. and then we get like some zoom in on her hair and these two performers are extremely hairy yeah yeah <laughs> just uh they are they're fucking hairy uh-huh. they're very hairy leg hair yeah and they and even hair. vary from each other yeah uh-huh it's kisa yes kisa kisa has like some strong facial hair they kiss there's a lot of zooming in on the mouth as they kiss and we see like mm-hmm. both facial hairs upper lip hair uh-huh. we see some like jawline hair yeah. mm-hmm and yeah, the hair is really the main character really of this yes. throughout because mm-hmm. we are like, we spend a lot of time like running fingers through yes. hair, petting the hair. Later when we're like fooling around, we're getting shots of leg hair, mm-hmm. we're petting pubic hair and doing a lot of like tugging and fooling around with a few hair, pubic hair mm-hmm. in the midst of cunnilingus. And then we get some like ass eating yes. with like full spread ass with like hairy legs, hairy ass. Yes. Like It was almost like during that, like the rimming, I was like, wow, they're literally just like licking the hair almost, you know? Yeah. Like they're yeah. focusing on the hair. Yeah. The hair itself is like the, I, w- I want to use an <laughs> epicurean yeah. metaphor here. Like if we're talking about tossed salad, like we're really like <laughs> licking the lettuce, you yes, know what I mean? Sure. Like, we're, like the hair is the meal. Yes, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It's. I have to say, this is not for me. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so, like, this fair. was a little tough, honestly, to watch. Yeah, because yeah. I love like, like even like her natural nails. Like, I was like, I love my nails to be done. I like to be like very manicured. Mm-hmm. So this was like, this is just not something that I'm personally into, yeah, which is fine. Obviously, like, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. like, yuck anybody's yum. But it was, like, I was, like, oh, man, this is, like, tough for me to kind of... It wasn't really, like, warm in my seat, you know? Yeah. I was bracing for the same. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, what puts me off or gets makes me hesitant about excessive 
not excessive, but just like naturally growing body hair and particularly like pubic hair that's very thick and very coarse is like, what's in there? You know, it's like, what's it going to catch? Yeah. And what I, what I'll say that like made it easier for me to watch this than I expected was like at one point we were like really combing through a very dense bush Mm -hmm. and it was impeccably clean in there. It was like somebody had just taken a very fine tooth comb. Right. And like just really, which obviously like before porn, these performers are going to prep, you know, whereas like if you're having a quickie, it might be a different experience. Mm -hmm. But I kind of, I was able to kind of watch like a casual observer and see some of the appeal and actually both of these videos where Mm -hmm. I was like, I get it. Like the hair is so thick, it mirrors when you run your fingers through someone's hair on their head. Sure. It's kind of soft and like it's fun to play with the texture and like Mm. the hair itself is the event and when I was able to give over that to that I could like see the appeal and was like oh yeah like the hair is the thing Mm -hmm. and I fully I'm with you like I expected to be like and there were a couple moments where I'd almost like check out and check back in and catch my own like cultural bias and be like whoa that is so much hair Mm -hmm. and I did even have moments of like this is what it was like to fuck centuries ago is like and but I even understood the appeal of like peeling back a bunch of hair to like reveal mm-hmm. a pussy inside of it and be like that was would have been very exciting yeah. like from a primal stance of like ooh what's in here and can I put my mouth and dick on it you yeah. know yeah that like I was kind of like observing it like as if from a different time you know like I kind of looked yeah. at it like an anthropologist and it became less threatening that way. And I was sort of able to let go of some of my cultural bias sure. or my like, oh, what's the hair going to do? But I, I totally get what you're saying. Like that wasn't a highly erotic experience mm-hmm. for me. Like I could see the erotic potential, but I wasn't like aroused yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. by watching someone like eat a very hairy ass or a very, very hairy pussy, you know? Yeah. The thing for me, and we actually didn't even talk about this, but like body hair and porn, like you can't really, like, there's a reason that, like, during the 70s, like, we started, like, trimming down bushes because, like, porn is such a visual medium. You can't really see, like, what's happening, you know? Yeah, it's it's similar to why we have big dicks in yeah, porn. It's, it's like, like, let's trim the hedges the so we action. can see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you can't really see, like, what's going on in a lot of these. Like, we had a lot of the shots of when it was, like, Kisa or when it was Jane or whoever was going down and they both went down on each other. It was like, yeah. we had these great straight shots of them, but it was like, their face was just sort of covered by bush that like you you couldn't see what was going on yeah which is i'm sure part of the appeal like this is what you're into like you want that you know but um for me i was like no i want to like see it yeah so just something else to note yeah i did love that they pulled out a hitachi obviously like i'm always going to be into that but um, hitachi got incorporated love to see that yeah yep and we definitely have like a bunch of swapping of like head and Mm -hmm. penetrative stuff and wands like the hitachi being used very elaborate yeah. play. Yeah. I love a bush, but I think for me, it does have to be sort of kempt, you know? Like, it needs yeah, to be, like... Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'm with you. I copped that desire, too. Like, yeah. I also don't want to pull you know? that much aside or get pubic hair in my mouth yeah. when I'm eating pussy, like, you know? I used to date a guy in, like, college who always had, like, really a scraggly wild beard and, like, it, like smells would, like, stay in it. And, like, yeah. now, like, to this day, I don't even, like, like people with that much facial hair because I'm, like, there's, like, things in there that, like, haven't been washed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
There's an ecosystem yeah, in there that may or may not, not okay. align well with my pH. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. I get it. We can, I think we can all have preferences yeah, on this totally, front. But it was totally. interesting to sort of step out from like my mm-hmm. preference, which is less like more highly groomed hair, mm-hmm. and to be like, oh, I could see why this is like a kink in itself. And it yeah. really is about the like behavior and the texture and the like engagement with the hair, right. you know, like that, that can go beyond just like there happens to be hair here. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So the other video that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. Sneaker Freaker, Squirting on Converse. Yeah. from Marley Magdalene. It's a content creator that we found online. And, you know, if you can believe it, we have an even thicker bush here. We really thought we took the cake with two very thick bushes in this other I- video. This one is... But it's also just, like, the length. Like, I didn't know... Yes. I didn't know that pubes could actually grow that long, frankly. Like, I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> because I yeah, never... I was fascinated to the extent that I was like, did we cultivate this? Yeah. Did we trim the bush to get it to grow longer? Yeah. Is that a thing, or is this just a person years who happens to have, like, very long... Like, I thought, like, at a yeah, certain it's point, about it would its just length, stop growing. Not just density. Yeah, like, it would just stop yeah. growing. But, like, it, like... Because I'm someone... It's like six if, inches yeah, of pubes. If my pubes get too long, they're growing over to the other side, you know, they're tickling me, it's getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I have to keep them trim, because otherwise it's, like, an, it's like itchy and annoying. Yeah, but there's a cap on, like, how how long my pubes grow, I think. Yeah, you know? that's what I thought. I was like, they start, it's like a, you know... I guess it's like a beaver's teeth. Like, they keep growing until... (laughs) (laughs) Is that true of a beaver's teeth? Yeah, that's why they have to, like, keep, like, chewing on wood. (laughs) Because if they don't, then they just keep growing. How do I not know this? They keep growing. Your pubic hair is like a beaver's teeth, (laughs) baby. I mostly know this from (laughs) my favorite childhood show, which was Angry Beavers. (gasps) Tight. I get it. I get it now. So, so back to this video. We uh, we're focused on. You don't want to talk about angry beavers. <laughs> I do. I do kind of, but I want to do a service to the foreman of the pod, <laughs> Harry Bush, an angry beaver. It's, it fits. Harry Bush, angry beaver. Yeah, hand One in the hand. Same. There's an obvious correlation. Two hands there. of the bush. <laughs> yeah. So the performer in this video is like your classic. I mean, we both side. It's a white woman with dreadlocks. It's a white woman with locks, yeah. And she kind of, so it's also, we should say about the chucks. Mm -hmm. It's about the converse. She squirts on her chucks later. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's always, I don't know why, I realized a bias in watching this, that when I see a white chick with dreads, I expect her to have a certain demeanor, but she had a kind of girly performance style to her that almost like didn't fit what I expected, you know? But also makes sense for a hairy individual yeah, you know yeah, yeah. i by the way we're saying she her but i don't i wasn't yeah. able to track down pronouns and right. this could very well be a gender fluid or gender non-conforming person mm-hmm. so apologies if we are misgendering mm-hmm. marley we'll say marley yeah marley magdalene so marley says like i hear you're a sneaker freak mm-hmm. and just proceeds to take off panties mm-hmm. and we have leg hair lots of leg hair very we've thick. got a clit piercing we've got a carnivorous got clit. A clit piercing you know we've got a carnivorous clit yeah an armed clit <laughs> came prepared the clit is carnivorous and it is armed a glass dildo uh, yeah and then marley masturbates the glass dildo and squirts i think mm-hmm. i'm always like did we did we not yeah, you know I like know, always yeah, questioning yeah. i will say that marley's performance style it's pretty strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, as far as, like, this kind of video goes, like, the amount of, like, dialogue or monologuing, I should say, and connection with the camera, like, I was like, yeah, if I'm into this, yeah. this is doing it. Like, the the audio is 
mic. Sure. So there's like a, a hint of ASMR. Like we get some like yeah. sounds and the dildo goes in right. and we get even like you can almost hear like a little bit of scratchiness when Marley's playing with pubic hair and panties and like kind of teasing the process. Mm-hmm. Also panty stuffing. There's panty stuffing as well. Yeah. So after Marley comes and squirts on the converse, yeah. we get some we get some panty stuffing as our sort of mm-hmm. finisher. Right. Which was a nice touch. Yeah. You know? We haven't done an episode on it. We should. Oh, there you go. You know? Something to consider. Yeah. So, yeah, I went into this video being like, oof, oof, what's it going to be? And maybe because I watched it after the other video and kind of like, you know, had desensitized myself a bit to the um, amount of hair, (laughs) I was, again, able to sort of watch it as an anthropologist to be like, fascinating, you know? like, And here, clearly, the hair is the appeal. It's that much bush. Right. We're here for the hair. And- who even knows if anything else is a part right. of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, I came in this trying to find some things that I was going to be into, but I just have to say, like, neither of these things really turned me on, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. I'm a, I am not big into body hair, as we know. Yeah. But I do love the hair on my head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Like, this was an yeah. interesting observation. It's sort of like an objective study mm-hmm. as opposed to like strong erotic potential for me. Right. But I, as we've found in other topics, like I kind of understood it. Totally. Like it was helpful totally. to just sit and watch both of these and be like, oh, I get it. I get why this appeals and it is actually interaction mm-hmm. with the hair itself and not just the existence of the hair yeah. in the frame, like potentially. Well, there's also something rebellious about it too that I find. Yeah, and like natural. Yeah. And like, I certainly understand someone being way more inclined towards body hair mm-hmm. than being inclined towards someone being totally nude and having... Mm-hmm. A crotch that looks young. Sure. sure. <laughs> you know, like younger than it is. Totally. Like I could absolutely make the argument in the other direction. But yeah. I think you and I are similar in that we're we're both like just groom it a bit. Yeah. You know, like just tame the bushes, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that means that, yeah, I wasn't I'm not gonna return to either of these videos right. for my own use, but I it was valuable watching them. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on our TikTok and our Instagram at Girls on Kern. That's porn without the O. On our website at girlsonporn.com. Also on our Patreon, patreon.com slash girlsonporn. And also on our YouTube, youtube.com slash at girlsonkern, porn without the O. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. We love a five-star review because we deal with a lot of totally random one-star reviews from people who aren't even listeners. So we welcome actual feedback. We also welcome support that counteracts the general sex negativity that's meandering around the globe. And if you do want to leave a five-star review, feel free to leave your Instagram handle so that we can tag it and thank you. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually any good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.